Welcome, everyone, to the You're Still Out Golf Podcast, live from Chalk, J. Till. How you doing, live bud? Live and in person. Man, it's a, we're in the midst of a weather delay, but it looks Very like the, golf, yeah, the golfers are coming back out right now. It's Saturday. It's moving day at the Masters, live here from Chalk, uh, the YSO Podcast. J. Till, uh, I know that... This is obviously the best weekend of the year, probably for you. Hundo so P. Weather delay, uh, kind of a kick in the teeth a little bit, but it seemed to be brief, right? About an hour, hour and thir- uh, 30 minutes probably. The golfers are coming back out. They're getting warmed up. They're getting ready to go. Uh, tough conditions, it seems like, uh, this morning. It's going to be interesting to see what the golf course looks like after the rain has kind of come through, bud. Yeah, uh, not a lot of early movement on the leaderboard on moving day at the Masters. Uh, Phil Mickelson, of all people, fired the uh, low-completed round of the day. Uh, We have Corey Connors through 12 holes at three under par. He has moved up into a tie for third at five under now, so those are the, the two handsome, low rounds going. the handsome molinari brother also shot a 69 as well today so oh, i think he got forget, a three under forget the, the handsome error molinari. we certainly want to uh give dap to to fran molinari at all at all times but um those guys were well back in the proceedings uh yep, didn't yep. didn't move that far up the leaderboard uh and the leaders for the most part are uh, kind of puttering around uh, anywhere from uh, even par to looks like Brian Harmon at two over is the one who's given the most back here in the early proceedings uh, on Saturday. So, yeah, conditions have been tough. Uh, that was actually expected uh, today, uh, maybe to be the actually the hardest day of the three, even compared to the opening round on Thursday. But you're right with the weather coming through. That's going to soften things up. A little bit. Uh, it was a quick storm, yet even the slightest bit of moisture. We talked about this on the uh, the preview right. pod. Yeah, yeah. Even the slightest bit of moisture in the greens, these guys will get dialed. Balls will be spinning, backing up to the holes. So I would expect to see some fireworks here over the last uh, what will probably be three hours of the afternoon. Probably a scheduled finish was around 6 p.m. We'll now push to the 7 or 7.30 uh, Oklahoma time. Yeah, it will be interesting to see if all the golfers from the third round can get it done before the sun sets this evening. They will. Or will a couple will. guys have to come out and maybe finish off in the morning? No, they'll, they'll be able to get it done. Okay. We're, uh, we're right at 4 o'clock uh, Central Time, meaning 5 p.m. out in Augusta, uh, meaning they're going to have a minimum of three hours of daylight, and the leaders are uh, through the sixth hole. So that they should be able to get it done. Worst case scenario, yeah, maybe a couple of groups have to get up early, finish off their third round before the uh, the final final groups go off tomorrow for the for the green jacket. Uh, so again, this was all kind of expected. Uh, probably dodged a couple bullets on Thursday, Friday with the weather, uh, and so hopefully this brief hour hour and a half delay that we've had uh, will be the only setback from a weather standpoint. Because I can tell you, the golf has been awesome. It's been fun to watch Augusta play firm and fast. Those greens got absolutely baked on Thursday. A little bit softer yesterday. I think with this, the uh, the humidity in the air, some more accessible pin locations. But they, they certainly set it up difficult today. And I would expect it to be tough even with a little bit of moisture out there. Yeah, and let's go ahead and just give our listeners right now a snapshot of the leaderboard, right? Justin Rose and Will Zalatoris 
uh, there in the final period. They're both through six holes, so they are third of the way through. Justin Rose still leading at seven under. Zalatoris in second place at six or, – or, excuse me, Justin Rose seven under. Zalatoris uh, in second place alone at six under. And then a, uh, a bevy of guys there at five under. You mentioned Corey Connors, right? Great round by him thus far. He's three under through 12. He's at five under for the tournament. Hideki Matsuyama, uh, kind of an interesting – Matsuyama, uh, call your yeah. mama. Uh, interesting guy there. He obviously, we've, we've chronicled his struggles with the putter, uh, and I don't think that that's a secret there, but he's playing well right now. Certainly Justin not. Thomas, your namesake, at five under for the tournament, one under through today. And then a guy that you were really high on coming into the tournament this weekend, Jay Till. Big Mark, Leash. Mark Leishman at five under as well. He's even par through seven. Again, most of the leaders were kind of in that six, seven, eight, nine holes completed before the weather delay there. So that is a snapshot of your leaderboard. But you uh, – uh, go ahead, go ahead. First of all, great use of the word bevy there in the intro to the leaderboard. Yeah. Impressive use of vocabulary. You're uh, – Broadcast lessons are really paying off. I will say, JT had it a little bit deeper. I think he got it to six under before giving one back. I think that's correct. So yes. he's somebody to keep an eye on. If he, I think these softer, slightly, slightly softer conditions are going to favor a guy like JT, who with those wedges is going to be able to get absolutely dialed in there through Amen Corner and through those par fives on the back nine. And then, yeah, our man Leash. I mean... I got to bring up Leash because one of the few, if not only, bright spots of my prognostications coming in. Yeah, to I, the I wasn't going to bring it up, J2. Oh, pull. So, you uh, were going to bring it up. Bring Don't it up. try to uh, act like you weren't going to bring it up if I didn't bring it up. Tough, tough, uh, tough um, stretch. I'm tough glad stretch. you had your hand on the uh, on the beeper there for uh, <laughs> prudential language. So we forgive forgive if there's any small children listening. Um, but yes, not not my best. Uh, in fact, some might say my worst prognostication week uh, coming in here. Worst uh, to date. Worst to date. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought... I always the, like I, to put a silver lining After the, the players, I said we could only go up from here, and I'm not actually sure that is uh, that is bared out. But I think that uh, as our man was it Scooter? Said uh, it's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. And a I very uplifting email thread this very morning. Very uplifting. Right? So we, yeah, really, uh, we really reversed some negativity yeah. from late yesterday evening, yeah. probably when that was fueled by uh, a few uh, cocktails. But uh, this morning was a new day. It was a beautiful morning. I think folks were in a great mood coming into Masters Moving Day. And uh, we, we, we put things in a positive light. You got to come see us, folks. We, we are having a great time. We're gonna. I think we're gonna go back Pack, to our post house. posting yeah. these segments as we, as we uh, do them, so that you catch this. You hear, oh, the guys are at Chalk. You come up and see us. Have a uh, three dollar Michelob Ultra. Have a three dollar grilled pimento, oh, pimento cheese, cheese so sandwich. Good. I had one right before we started. It's so good. Along with a host of other specials that the uh, the fine folks here at Chalk, our man Ben, the chef JP are uh, taking care of the Masters watchers. A lot of folks hanging with us here through this weather delay, so good to see that. Yep, absolutely. Now, you mentioned earlier some fireworks, JT, and we're expecting to see some fireworks after the golfers get back out after the weather delay here. Mm -hmm. But from a local tie-in standpoint, we had some fireworks yesterday, my friend. And so Maddie Wolf, Abe Answer, involved in some <laughs> uh, shenanigans, right? Not not necessarily, you know, on purpose, right? But let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, would you uh, call those you, fireworks? What would you call those? Yeah, I don't uh, know. It, it's un unfortunate, I guess. But uh, for maybe, Maddie Wolf. Maybe, maybe, maybe flares. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> Maddie Wolf, I mean, it was definitely unfortunate. 
disqualified. You just don't see that very often anymore. You right? don't see it very often. Now the thing, it, it's a little bit of a misnomer because he was well, well, well on his yeah, way. He to wasn't going to make the cut. The cut. I want to say he finished seven over through two rounds, so he was uh, taking the uh, the quick, quick flight back down to Palm Beach. Uh, excuse me, West Palm Beach. Uh, or wherever he's uh, going post postmasters, he uh, had weekend plans to be in Augusta, but he's uh, rewriting those. Um, disqualified for signing an incorrect scorecard, uh, put the wrong score down on the eleventh hole, I, I believe. Uh, made a five, put himself down for a four. Uh, the way that golf scoring works, not a lot of folks know this, but your your playing partner actually keeps your official scorecard, and then you check it at the end of the round. And put your John Henry on it, John Hancock, Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. Um, he did not check that close enough, and and yes, signed for an incorrect score, therefore DQing himself. So uh, kind of a triple can't triple stamp a double stamp sort of deal. He was on his way home anyway, but now he uh, it's almost like a dishonorable discharge versus the honorable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. missing the cut and, and going quietly into the night, and then yeah, Abe answer. Uh, a real hose job, to be quite honest with you. Frustrating, right? Yeah, yeah. Frustrating uh, for Abe. Frustrating for me having a, an Abe answer versus Joaquin Neiman straight up bet. Certainly, it was on the top of everybody's minds. Uh, hate to see it for Abe. By uh, accidentally, unintentionally, might I add, insignificantly. Grounding his club in a green side bunker, I believe, on 15. A couple of grains of sand maybe moved, right? Very, just, very granular. Just absolute, absolute, absolute garbage. Um, one of the many rules in golf that needs to go away, uh, including uh, including the DQ for signing an incorrect scorecard. I mean, it's 2021. You know, we we know everybody's score before they know it. Yes, from a absolutely. technology standpoint. Why why we're doing the. Uh, you know, keep your own score or keep your partner's score. Um, as much of a traditionalist as I think most folks would say I am when it comes to golf, that, that needs to go away, as does the grounding your club in a hazard. Um, just just silly. So, yes, Abe assessed a two-stroke penalty uh, for that because he did not uh, catch himself, ultimately. If he would have caught himself and said, oh, I grounded it, it would only have been a one-stroke penalty, but instead a two-stroke penalty, uh, unfortunately. So... He, uh, he dropped a couple slots down the leaderboard, and then it's obviously been affecting him today as he has not had the greatest round. Uh, you'll have to tell me where he's sitting because I forget. Uh, but at least he's playing the weekend, unlike our man, Matty Wolf, who uh, came into the week with high hopes of maybe turning around his piss-poor season. Uh, but it's uh, going to take a little bit longer. Yeah, our man Abe Answer plus three on the day, plus three for the tournament. Uh, so yeah, and he was almost through. He was on. He was through seventeen. So he was on eighteen whenever the weather delay came uh, in. But uh, he was. And uh, we are dropped, back. Yeah, dropped twenty-two spots. By the yeah. way. Um, oh, we're back. Nice. Back with live golf. Perfect. Perfect. Final group here. Uh, Zal Torres bunkered at the par four seventh. Um, he has been absolutely stellar today. Uh, despite only scratching out an even par to show for it, but really has done all the right things. Tough bunker shot here. Oh, works out nicely. So, yeah, Abe, Maddie, the local boys did not make good uh, for a couple of reasons there. And then I think a thing we're always excited about coming into the Masters uh, are the amateurs that are teeing it up. And uh, of their own volition, uh, they saw themselves out without uh, 
without much ado in terms of penalties or whatnot. That's right. We had Strafacci, we had Joe Long, and we had Osborne, right? Those were the three Those amateurs are, in the field. Those uh, were our sole three yeah, not, not, amateurs. Uh, not, not great. I mean, a gr- uh, a probably a great experience, but not a good performance, or at least a, not, not great on the scorecard. Let's put it that way, right? Uh, it was flat-out terrible um, <laughs> to be uh, – They're amateurs. I'm trying to, to cut them some slack. To put, a, to put a bit of a bow on it for you, but uh, – I think Strafacci uh, finished dead last among those who did not make the cut. He was 17 over par uh, through those two rounds. Um, good, good thing, really. I mean, it seems like a, just a, just a treat of a kid. But I was completely past uh, past due on hearing about his family's uh, history in the game of golf. In yes. fact, I was over it last August. Uh, Strafacci, uh, he just edged out Larry Mize, just barely. Just, just edged out Larry Mize. I guess. I guess technically, you know, he edged out uh, Matt Wolf since well, he got I guess DQ'd. That's true. Yeah, the DQ. Yeah, he's at the bottom of the scorecard. <laughs> Hate so. to see that. Um, I don't even see that. Once they MC on the Masters app, they don't even tell you how bad they were. But uh, Long yeah. was uh, uh, Long was a 154. He went 82-72. Uh, so much better on Friday than he was on Thursday. And much then better. And then Osborne was yeah. a little bit further 76, up. 76, 76. So, so 152. He, yeah. Yeah. So he was in the in the sniffing sniffing distance there. But That's respectable. Uh, yeah, it's, it stinks to not have any AMs around for the weekend because none of them made the cut, even though Osborne was the best of the worst. Technically the low AM, yeah. He will not get the, I believe it's called the silver medal that they give out for low AM uh, because nobody made the cut. So in Butler Cabin on Sunday, there will be no amateur to, uh, to receive that from Chairman Ridley. What do you think about that? Oh, it's fine by me. You play like okay. crap. You don't deserve to be rewarded. If you can't make the cut, again, it's, it's hard. Golf's hard, so I Golf get that. Is hard. Not, not slamming these guys any more than I already have. But uh, the whole intent here is you, if you play well, you get a nice uh, you get recognition and, a, and award, reward, what, if whatnot. And if you don't, I mean, the, one of the, you know, there's a lot of problems with the game of golf. We talked about a couple rules already. But probably the best thing about the game of golf is it's very, uh, it's, it's a meritocracy. Okay? You play well. You cash a check. In Absolutely. this case, you play well, you get the medal. Uh, you don't trunk slam. See you later, and uh, you know maybe next year we'll have an AM that can uh, get out of their own shadow. But uh, I have no problem with it at all. We have too many things in this world that are uh, kind of you know, participation trophies. Participation right? trophies, yeah. and uh, that's coming from a guy who works for the YMCA, and everybody <laughs> plays, everybody wins. At, that's honestly fine when you're maybe five or six I was years say, old. For the five and six year olds, uh, I'm okay. For when when, uh, when it's time to put on your big boy pants, yeah, there's no participation trophies. Uh, get it done or get out. Yep, I agree. Now, something I can relate to this afternoon, oh boy. JT. I'm oh take, boy, I'm where are we take going? Where are we going? To yesterday. Now, I played a round of golf out at Twin this morning, kind of a you know member scramble, you know best ball sort of thing. Okay. Played out there this morning before I came and joined you here at Chalk this afternoon. Right. I think I had five three putts. It was an awful. Awful day on the greens Five, for yours truly. Three putts. Now another guy that had Something an inter- you truly yeah. hate to hear. Yeah, an interesting day on the greens yesterday afternoon. J. Till was your man Siwoo Kim, <laughs> and uh, I, I think he went uh, a wall on yeah, a putter. You're, you're or, really good at this. Yeah, that was a yeah, great segue. Yeah, he snapped a putter and then pars in with a three wood. As his putter for like what the last five holes, I think he did. And I got to interrupt you just because I looked up and saw J. T. Playing what is becoming his signature low bullet hook down 10 fairway. I'm in love with that trajectory. He pulled it off 
two or three times the players last month in his victory, and he's, he's played that shot both on 10 and 13, which required that tight draw. He is literally hitting a hook on purpose, which is just beautiful to see. But, yes, getting back to Siwoo, um, he, he, took, he did, you know, took a little anger out on the, uh, on the putter. Um, you know, he obviously owes an apology to the superintendent at Augusta National because absolutely disgraceful to see uh, somebody uh, take their aggression out on the golf course. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't yeah. like it a bit. Uh, that said, it made for quite the theater as he had to play the last four holes, I believe it's it was. The last four or five, yeah. yeah. With uh, his five wood as his putter. So, again, if you break a club in competition uh, out of frustration, anger, in other words, uh, not, not just the normal course of play, then you are not allowed to replace that club. And so since he broke it in frustration, he could not have uh, somebody from his team run back to the car, locker, whatnot, grab a, grab a replacement. And so he was forced to play those last four holes with a, and putt with another club. And uh, it made for some great drive, I believe. Four straight three putts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Four straight two putts. Two putts, yeah. He to got close in. it out and honestly almost probably, hold one. Yeah, he had he had looks. Had he had a putter, he probably would have made a couple birdies, right? He probably would have. And, you know, uh, one of the best tour sauce moments of all time, we're on 18, he barely misses a birdie putt, and he's disgusted with himself. It's like, dude, you're putting with your five wood. <laughs> like, uh, that's how good these guys are. They expect to drain everything even with a uh, even with a fairway. Well, I, I might try and putt with my three wood tomorrow just to see if it helps improve my performance on the, uh, the I would think you'd probably do couldn't better than worse. 40 putts. Yeah, couldn't I'd, get any worse. Yeah. So, golly, you're just going to put me on front street, right? So I wouldn't go throw the number Well, you there, said so. five three putts. People can do the math. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was bad. It was bad. I'm not going to lie. Not it's all lie. out there for the public to see on the Grint, so I'm not telling yeah. anything that people can't talk to I'm out you there. On. You can look me up. So now, I will say, you know, it, it brings up images of – Tin cup, right? You think about Kevin Costner, right? The, uh, the the character in that movie, right? He snaps all of his clubs, breaks it. <laughs> you know, he's fighting, uh, fighting with his caddy, and he's yeah. all right. Well, the only club I actually really hit well is the seven, seven iron. I never misses the seven. Pars in with the uh, the uh, seven iron on the back nine. They're qualifying for the U.S. Open, I think, was the uh, uh, sectional yeah. or regional there. I can't recall uh, where he where he was in the stage on that movie. I but believe great, that was at movie. locals. Yeah, yeah okay, locals. Cottonwood, Cottonwood, uh, Cottonwood Country Club, West Texas, fictional. Right? Yeah. Uh, I believe, <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, good, uh, very, good very stuff cool there. stuff. But, yeah, Siwoo, uh, I saw him on the putting green this morning testing out a few new weapons uh, for his, uh, his four-way and foray into the final round. Because here's the thing. These guys don't travel with identical stuff, especially putters. Like, they have two or three putters that they bring. Uh, they don't expect to break a putter and therefore need an identical weapon and so he had to put a new new putter into play i haven't seen what he is doing today i know it's not great he started the day at four under i believe uh apparently it's not still there because i do not see him amongst yeah, the three unders. three under right now so he's, he's one on one over side. on the day yep yep so not not too bad but uh, that was certainly one of the stories of yesterday was uh siwoo and his uh, unfortunate incident with uh with his flat stick yeah, I agree. Now, a guy that was struggling today, Jay Teal, and a guy that I drafted in our fantasy draft earlier this week on Tuesday afternoon before we did the live remote out here, Adam Scott. Seven over oh, on the day, a 79. He's 10 over for the tournament. Yeah, I mean, great. a former former winner, right? So he's won this tournament before, he but uh, not, uh, not a good day today, Jay Teal. 
Not a good day from uh, that most handsome man on tour. He's so, still so dreamy. Still so dreamy. So he has that to fall back on. But, not, you know, it wasn't Scotty's best today. Uh, I actually watched a decent chunk of his round in the feature group coverage. Um, but, you know, when you're the thing is when you're that far back, he's going off in one of the first four or five groupings. You know, you're, you're really not looking uh, to make a run. Um, you're really just kind of probably trying to work on some things. Things haven't gone well. Maybe maybe you get lucky, get hot, shoot a low one. But uh, Scotty definitely blew up today. What, what did he card? Is it a, was it a 79? Uh, 79, yeah. Seven over, 79. 79 watch. A couple other guys that, uh, you know, are major champion winners that struggled earlier today and uh, still out there on the course. They're going to finish up the round, but they were struggling through that. Colin Morikawa, Bryson DeChambeau, both four over through 12, Two over and three over, respectively, for the tournament. Uh, Not going to be their year, it would seem. And Bryson still trying to unlock the the puzzle that is Augusta National. Yeah, unexpected. I really thought having uh, played in November with his new game, he would come out this week and have a few more things figured out. That being said... I believe it was Kevin Kisner that was quoted as saying that he feels bad for the guys who played in their first Masters. Now, this wasn't Bryson's first Masters in November, but right, his right. first with all the new swing changes, uh, you know, hefty boy, that kind of thing. Uh, but Kiz said, feel sorry for those guys that played their first Masters in November because it's a totally different golf course uh, this this week. And so that's certainly applicable to the big golfer and then yeah big disappointment from Marikawa you would think a ball striker's paradise that Augusta National is that's the best ball striker on tour in many people's opinions in some people's opinions the best ball striker since El Tigre yeah yeah uh, and he was in a kind of a feature pairing there on Thursday Friday right so it was probably him, the best pairing uh and uh, uh, uh Cam Smith and, and uh, 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 no, no, no. Big I think Collins? it was uh, either Spieth or, uh, or, or Justin Thomas. Yeah, Spieth, right? Yeah, Spieth. yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, that was one of the feature pairings uh, on Thursday, Friday. So, uh, and those guys were kind of keeping up with one another and through today. And then uh, my guy Cam Smith won over today, uh, or three over today, I should say, and one over for the tournament. He's through eleven holes. Not uh, looking like my pick is going to pan out on this one. Uh, you had DJ coming in, right? So, and this rewinds all the way back. To what, late December, early January, whenever we did our preseason. Look ahead for the entire year with our man, Chad Ford, 2G. You stuck with it. You're a man of your word. It, it, you know, it's not not man really a stretch to, uh, to pick DJ to win the tournament, right, and repeat there, but uh, doesn't look like it's probably going to happen, right? No, not going to happen. Um, well, it's not going to happen because he didn't make the cut. Yeah. Did he miss the cut? Yeah, he missed the cut. So definitely not going to happen. I can say with certainty that he will not win. 74-75. Yeah, missed it, he, uh, missed it by one. Yeah, uh, got to. The question about DJ is that what's he gonna? What? What? Would it, what where did he go yesterday? Right? Did he? It wouldn't surprise me if he went ahead and boarded the PJ, went back home, and then will come back on Sunday morning to be ready to to hand off the green jacket come Sunday afternoon. Uh, it doesn't strike me as the guy that wants to hang around Augusta National while everybody else is uh, playing. I, I could see that. Yeah. Go home, hang out with Paulina for a couple days before uh, getting back to Butler Cabin on Sunday evening. Uh, so, yeah, real, real disappointment from DJ. You know, he hadn't been in great form, honestly, uh, since uh, his win overseas over in Saudi. Uh, but, you know, you, you get the chance to pick the number one golfer in the world. You're going to do it. And uh, 
this just means that he probably wins at Kiowa next month in the PGA Championship. Right. Hometown boy, right? Hometown boy. We love that hometown South boy Carolina. story. But I think that the biggest disappointment as far as DJ is just not having him around for the weekend from all he brings from a cachet perspective. People love watching him play. Uh, so disappointing. And yeah, you're right. Not the only big name. You know, Rory gone. Brooks gone. John Rom, I think Rom made the cut, but is not playing. Sergio playing missed well. the cut. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of folks, uh, not not uh, making the weekend. On those who have made the weekend, just a little bit of an update. Uh, Justin Rose remains your leader at seven under. Hideki Matsuyama has moved into uh, a tie for second at six under with Mark Leishman. Uh, through 11 holes and 8 holes, respectively. Yeah, I like that. Followed by our man Willie Z and Corey Connors at 5 under par. Before we go to break, we'll see if JT can roll in this short birdie putt. He cannot. He will remain at 4 under par. Would have uh, gotten himself into a tie for third there. But we are off and running on this Masters moving day. Uh, we've sampled the pimento cheese. Just had a uh, Just had a bite. Of some boneless wings. We have our man uh, John Mark Beaver has joined us at the podium. Uh, you guys remember him from his uh, insensitive remarks to fat people back in uh, October, I believe it was. Uh, amongst other things. You could probably recall him for other things. Yeah, probably. Probably none, none that you should. But yeah, great day. Great first segment here. Uh, Keith, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you made it. Uh, yeah. I was, you were touch and go there for a minute, you know. Well, after that, after that putting, putting performance, yeah. I didn't know if I was going to show up. At least you didn't break your putter like Siwoo. Not yet. Not yet. I yeah. got to go back tomorrow. A lot of so, restraint. Yeah. A lot of a lot restraint. Of, a lot of opportunity tomorrow. So live from Chalk, ladies and gentlemen, the YSO podcast, segment one in the books. We'll be posting this shortly. Come out and join us. The weather has subsided. The golfers are back out on the course. We've got at least two hours of good golf left. Come out and see us.